What's up, everybody? My name is Athena, and you're here to listen to Vanished in the Valley. Today, we are going to talk about the newest Kabobo strain that just dropped. We are also going to talk about these fucking mandates they're going to try to put back on the people, as well as the CDC releasing some very interesting information, which can be found on their website. We are also going to talk about this Hawaiian fire again, just because there's so much fuckery and media blackouts. But first, I am going to tell you about a guy from Redding, California that I profiled at the same time as Heather Cameron. And the reason I profiled him is because they went missing on the same day. Well, someone in Redding discovered a body off the side of Highway 5 And now the quote-unquote authorities are saying it is the body of a man named Court Jones. So let's get into that right now. Back when I first profiled Heather, Court's mom actually contacted me on my old Facebook page I had for this podcast. She told me the story. She told me how it was very strange that Court and Heather had gone missing either on the same day or maybe a day apart. And she was wondering if I could profile him on the podcast, which I did. So let's just kind of get a quick rundown of what was going down with Court Jones and what the fucking Reading police are saying now. On the day Court went missing, he had actually called his mom for a ride. But when she arrived, he was nowhere to be found, just fucking gone. Apparently, some officers in Reading investigated dozens of leads and interviewed several people but couldn't find Court. And that is according to the Reading Police Department. At 2 p.m. May 19, 2023, a Shasta County coroner was called to examine the remains found along Henderson Road in Reading. And like I was saying earlier, that's right by Interstate 5, which, side note, is a main huge thoroughfare and is oftentimes used for sex trafficking. Court's remains were sent to forensic anthropologists who have actually identified them as being court. So we have no answers on how he died, who killed him, what the fuck happened, where did he go after he called his mom for a ride. All of those uh, questions have not been answered. But since they found court, you know what, fucking 11 years later, it definitely gives me hope that Heather will be found at some point. And I mean, even if there's not enough physical evidence found at the dump site, at least her family will have some kind of peace and, you know, they, just, they have her back. And I'm sure Court's family is feeling like heartbroken, but happy they have answers. Well, some answers. But I just really hope that the Reading PD, Shasta County Sheriffs, all of these people get together and maybe start looking for people that are missing and trying to figure out why so many people go missing up there. It's fucking... It's crazy. For such a small county, the percentage of people that go missing is way higher. It's actually higher than like the Bay Area counties. And the Bay Area has millions of fucking people. So there's some definite fuckery going around in Shasta County, Trinity County, all of those spots up north. And nobody fucking gives, (laughs) nobody has any answers. We just fucking don't know. And then people, you know, write it off or they just forget because they got to fucking watch TV or some bullshit. But these people's families, they never forget. 
they will remember this shit for the rest of their lives. And like I was saying on the last episode about Heather Cameron, these deaths have this horrific ripple effect that change so many people's lives. So we need to get to the bottom of what the fuck is going on in Reading, people. I mean, I don't live there, but the people who do live there need to fucking stand up and say, hey, you fucking public servants in the police department and the sheriff's office, please start investigating why so many people go missing here and where are all the bodies of these missing people? It's fucking insane. But yeah, Court Jones has been found. So hopefully, uh, I don't know, maybe it'll reignite a fucking investigation to figure out what happened to him. Or, you know, it'll just fucking fade off into the fucking, I don't know, blackness of Redding and all their fucked up problems. But yeah, I just thought I'd update you guys on that because Court is probably like one of a few people I profiled that actually have been found after we profiled him. And a little side note, if you have any information about Court Jones or any of the other missing people in Reading, please call the Reading Police Department at 530-225-4200. And I will include that number in the show notes. So be really fucking easy. Just pick up the phone. Let them know what you know. Maybe we can find some more missing people and solve some of these cases, guys. While we are on the subject of missing people, we are now going to talk about Hawaii and the fire in Maui and the fact that it's been 16 fucking days. 1,150 people, including at least 300 children, are still missing. Now, the burn area is seven square kilometers, so it's not like there's hell of fucking miles to be searching. I get it. There's rubble. The fire was hot. Some people may have been incinerated, but there is just a lot of fuckery going on here, you guys. And of course, the mainstream media isn't really covering it. So let's get to some of the shit that residents of this area that burned are saying and us crazy conspiracy theorists. And some of them are both. People from Hawaii are, you know, in the conspiracy forums and subs, and they are basically just giving their firsthand account of what they saw and what happened to them. So let's get into the fuckery happening in Lahana. I covered a lot of the weird coinkydinks that happened on the last week's episode, but just let's briefly touch on those again. There was no emergency alert, you know, texts or sirens or anything that went off to alert the residents of Maui. Now, Just so you get a fucking idea, their emergency system includes 80 sirens across Maui, and it's basically intended to prod people to seek more specific emergency information through forms of communication, you know, TV, radio broadcasts, which it never happened. There were no radio broadcasts. There was no TV, and cell service was spotty as fuck. So check this out, guys. About a week ago, somebody made a post on Reddit, and I'm going to read you the post. It has been deleted now. The account is deleted because of course it is. But just check this statement out. Quote, what you're not hearing from our local government. I just got out of a meeting where I was informed by someone in the mayor's office about developments that are being kept from the public. I am not a conspiracy theorist, and I don't want to make trouble. But here's what I've heard. The amount of fatalities is expected to be more than 500, but less than 1,000. Many of the fatalities will be children who were at home 
because they canceled school. Parents worked and were not able to get there to evacuate their children. Kids had no idea they needed to leave, and by the time they noticed, their homes or apartments were already on fire, and it was too late. The government is worried about how we will react when we learn the fire department left the fire earlier in the day and claimed it was 100% contained, knowing that the winds were expected to be around 70 miles per hour by afternoon. This goes against all fire control protocols. The fire department should not have left the original fire unattended. They are scared the public calls for accountability will be more than they can control and protests and riots will occur. They plan to lock down Lahana for several months. It'll take months to clean up the hazardous and environmental contamination. They won't have enough housing for all the displaced. There were 2,000 unaccounted for as of the day of this post. They have a list and they're trying to keep track. They have found 700 today, but they are still missing 1,300. They are very worried the community is going to freak out when they find out how not a single fire truck responded to the fires. The emergency sirens were not activated and the loss of life could have been kept down by better emergency management, which utterly failed. I am not trying to make waves or stir up problems, but I was so angry and sad when I found out how many children are dead, and I knew I had to post this and let everyone know what I've learned. It's time for our officials to stand up and tell the truth and face the music. They failed Lahana, guys. Our government is full of incompetent nepotism. The fire chief is the son of the former fire chief. We need to hold officials accountable for mistakes they made. Please don't hate the messenger. I'm just relaying what I learned today. God bless Maui and Lahana. Pray for all the victims. The trust in the government has become so broken that the Maui people have no trust in the government. And they're basically saying the motive for this entire catastrophe was so they could further their smart city agenda, which, as you guys all know, is some World Economic Forum fuckery. So yes, see, like, like I just said, this post was removed and the account was deleted which seems to happen a lot with whistleblowers on Reddit. There is an article, you guys, from 2018 from the World Economic Forum, which shows they plan to make Hawaii the first U.S. state to run entirely on clean energy. There's also an article from these fuckers that talks about their alliance creating a smart city. The governor of Hawaii is a World Economic Forum fucker, In case you didn't know, he actually delivered a keynote address to the government officials at the UN in New York City in July 2023. His focus was on sustainable development and a model Hawaii can provide for the sustainability plans. He said, quote, we try to lead on energy and climate. We were the first state to mandate 100% renewable energy for electricity. It's an opportunity for a small state with technically a small footprint But we do punch above our weight a little bit because of our position in the Pacific. So according to the World Economic Forum, they state that their alliance is seeking additional cities and organizations to become pioneers in smart city governance. If you do a little digging under the surface, as we always should, you'll find that Pacific Current, which is the largest supplier of electricity in the state of Hawaii, is a subsidiary of Hawaiian Electric. Guess who owns most of the stock in Hawaiian Electric? Vanguard and BlackRock. So this is kind of what I was talking about last week, you guys. These 
billionaire ass motherfuckers are coming into this disaster area and trying to buy up this prime real estate. And it's just kind of strange that all of the regular houses there were the ones that burned. But Bill Gates' house fine. Fucking Oprah's house is fine. It seems like the mansions there weren't touched at all. And there is an interesting conspiracy theory going around because there's been a bunch of pictures surfacing that show different blue objects that were seemingly untouched by the fire. And the way this is being explained is if you have a red light and have a blue lens, that red light cannot get through the blue lens. So people are seeing just complete fucking devastation and yet bright blue objects, just random shit like mailboxes, other items that were blue are untouched. So this is kind of leading back to the directed energy weapon theory. I don't know if you guys have seen the video, but there is definitely some weird fucking shit going on with the fires. I'm not saying this shit was a directed energy weapon, but I don't know. I don't know fucking either way. And I 100% believe our government is absolutely capable of attacking its own citizens like this. Our fucking government's out of control. And if you think for a second these fuckers don't have an agenda and they aren't trying to do land grabs, you know, in Hawaii and California and these fuckers at BlackRock and Vanguard and nasty ass Bill Gates is evil. If you think they don't have their dirty little fingers all over the shit going down right now in the United States and actually the world, you need to wake the fuck up because there's some fuckery going on that is literally going to destroy our way of life. And the way they're doing it, this slow burn, a little bit here, a little bit there, it makes it so most of the people just don't even fucking realize what's going on because they're not paying attention. They don't know how to connect dots or look at the big picture. So unfortunately, I think at this point, I mean, I don't know what to do. What do we do, you guys? We can't be like fucking those retards and Black Lives Matter and just go protest and burn down cities. There's got to be a better way, a more effective way. And I think a lot of this needs to start with people gathering in their communities and meeting other like-minded people. I mean, I can sit here and scream from the fucking rooftops on this podcast about all the fuckery going on, but it, I think it is more effective if you start meeting with people that see what's going on, meet with them in person, be careful of the fed boys, because you know those fed boy motherfuckers would love to get up on that shit and call us like domestic terrorists. Get fucked, fed boy. Anyway, I think that would probably be the best first step. Find people in your city, your neighborhood, whatever that also see the fuckery going on and want to stop this before it destroys our way of life. If you have kids, think of down the road when they are older, when they have kids, what is coming our way if we do not stop it? I mean, I get how difficult it would be. I get it because not enough people are fucking paying attention. And anytime you speak out, a lot of people are going to give you that fucking side eye look like you're just a crazy conspiracy theorist. It's just too much for the little fucking PNP. <laughs> it's just too much for the little fucking P brains to actually grasp what's going on. And it's an ugly truth. Most people run from ugly truths. 
So there's a lot of shit working against us, but if you have conviction in what you believe, trust me, that can get you way further than these fucking fools that watch the nightly news and just buy, buy the bullshit of what story is being fed to them. Conviction goes a long way. And like I've said before, this is the last stop on the freedom train, motherfuckers. There is nowhere to run to. And we're Americans. We don't fucking run. We stand up for what we believe. And we have a pretty good sense of right and wrong. And there is just so much wrong with our country right now, with the world right now, with these psychopaths in power. And I'm not talking about the politicians. They're fucking puppets. I'm talking about the people behind the scenes. I don't even want to call it deep state because I don't think they're necessarily tied to one state. This is a global plot to take our natural resources and our land and basically stick us in smart cities where we will be monitored, where we need permission from the authorities to travel outside of a 15 fucking minute city. This has to be stopped, you guys. So hook up with people in your neighborhood. I don't know how you go about doing that. Fuck around on Facebook. I don't know. Actually go fucking outside and start talking to your neighbors and feel it out. See what they say. And that will tell you a lot. So you, I don't know. I don't know, you guys. It's all fucked up and we need to stop it now. But anyway, let's get back to those fucking Hawaii fires. I got a bit (laughs) Sorry, a little side rant here. But yeah, let's get back to Hawaii. If history has shown us anything, disasters like this are a great opportunity for child traffickers to snatch up kids. And there won't be many people that are asking questions about it because the parents are dead or because the state is saying they're just missing, etc. Let's start this by saying these kids were sent home from school alone. The parents went to work. And as they tried to get back home to get to their children, they encountered roadblocks. And then a lot of them had to ditch their cars and jump into the ocean so they weren't burned alive. There is definitely some talk right now basically saying some of these children were probably grabbed and trafficked. The parents have not been allowed back into the burn area to search their own homes. So just think of Haiti during the earthquake and Hillary Clinton's girl who got charged with kidnapping. Actually, it was more than a dozen charges of kidnapping. So because we have the World Economic Forum involved, a lot of people are saying that it's definitely possible that the World Economic Forum actually were the ones behind their houses burning to the ground so they could steal their land and cause a distraction while they steal the children. Check this part out, you guys. When the people asked about their children, both the mayor and the governor basically were stumbling on their words. Now the governor has been saying that since the fire was so hot, most of the dead will not only be unidentifiable, but will be indistinguishable from the ashes of, for instance, a couch. (laughs) So, I mean, I get it. The fires were hot and yes, human bodies can be incinerated. But why weren't the trees burned? Now, I get trees have water in them. I get that. But how is there fucking molten metal next to these trees? And a lot of them just look immaculate. So there's a lot of inconsistencies. 
The people that live there are bringing this shit up, you guys, and straight up media blackout on it. In this area, there are actually media exclusion zones where the media is not allowed to go. So that is raising some red flags as well. Another little fucked up tidbit is a lot of the insurance companies that actually insured the properties, you know, the homes, the cars, whatever, of these residents are straight up bailing on them. If they were to pay out all these claims, their little business would be bankrupted. So where does that leave the people? Do they have to basically accept these offers from BlackRock and Vanguard and little twats like Bill Gates is evil just so they can survive? I just find it very strange. The timing of the fire, the laws that were in place in this area, which basically said you couldn't, you know, take these natives land. You can't build fucking hotels on the water. But there was that little amendment that happened about a month ago that says in the case of a natural disaster, we can bypass all of these laws that have been there for over 100 years, probably even longer. But again, connect the fucking dots. And why are the people, the residents that actually experience this shit firsthand, why are they being censored? I tried to post a video from somebody in Hawaii in this whole fucking disaster area. And Mark Zuckerberg is a lizard and his algorithms on Instagram basically made it so my video couldn't be shared. And this is a separate thing than me, you know, getting that no, no bad girl where none of my shit gets out. So I notice little things like that because I pay the fuck attention. I don't know what we can do to help the people of Hawaii. I know we need to be aware and look at the whole picture and add this shit up. Just be aware this shit can happen anywhere. They could do this anywhere because the government doesn't give a fuck about its citizens. I mean, what are they going to give these people fucking $700 per household? All while we send billions and billions of dollars to be laundered in Ukraine. But nobody does shit about our government. Everyone just sits back and takes it up the ass with no lube. How far do they have to push us before we realize this government has become tyrannical and no longer works for the people? They've been subverted by these globalist twats and they're going to take what they want. And it's just going to get worse, you guys. Check. Check this out, you guys. I found this website, which is www.gov.uk, blah, blah, blah. And the page that comes up, the one I'm looking at, states, Making Science Fiction a Reality, Future Directed Energy Weapons. And the last time this article was updated was August 17th, 2023. So basically, what this post is, is the UK Ministry of Defense looking for companies that can help them develop directed energy weapons. Basically ones that are a little bit better than the ones that our governments have right now. And I'm sure like if we know about a directed motherfucking energy weapon, if that is out for public consumption, think of the technology like past what we know, the shit that they're actually hiding from us with these directed energy weapons. I did an episode on them a few months back. And it's really fucking scary, the technology that these psychopaths have. And that's just the shit we know about. The UK government is literally looking for fucking companies to help them make better directed energy weapons. What specifically they say they're looking for 
is novel ideas to enhance the performance and or reduce the size, mass, and volume of the following system and subsystem areas associated with laser and RF-directed energy weapons. So these cunts are looking for lasers and RF source technology, amplifiers, magnetrons, fiber technology, antenna design, system automation, target recognition, aim point selection, target prioritization, engagement management, advanced power and cooling technologies that can ultimately be integrated into military platforms. They want beam control. They want fine pointing and tracking. Dude, you guys, this shit fucking just goes on and on. So they are just looking for some independent contractors to get this technology set up for them and they will pay them handsomely. So yeah, guys, this is what we're fucking up against. It's change of subject time. So I found this lovely little entry dated August 23rd, 2023. And it's found on the CDC website. Basically, what they're saying is that the new super variant of Kabobo is going to be much worse for those with prior COVID or who are vaccinated for COVID. How the fuck does this make sense? The way viruses work is when they first fucking drop, they're super deadly. But with time, they become more infectious, but less deadly. So what the CDC is basically saying, this shit doesn't work that way. And I'm sure you guys have heard about like motherfuckers trying to bring back the mask mandates. There are rumors of upcoming lockdowns, all that bullshit. But back to uh, the CDC post. Under the area where it says current risk assessment, they state, based on what the CDC knows, existing tests used to detect and medications used to treat COVID-19 appear to be effective with this variant. This variant may be more capable of causing infection in people who have previously had COVID-19 or who have received the COVID-19 vaccination. Like, what the fuck? I mean, I'm pretty sure us crazy nutjob conspiracy theorists were literally warning about having the Kabobo jab and then being infected from like a different variant and how it's going to cause a whole world of hurt, a whole reaction in the body like every other coronavirus has done in the past, which usually ends up killing the person or animal. But now the CDC is like, yeah, <laughs> go get some more vaccines, motherfuckers. And guess what? The NPCs are going to fucking run out and line up to get that shit because they're not paying the fucking tension. I think I told you guys this a couple months ago, but most of the people that I work with have never even heard of myocarditis. Like, Jesus H, get Anderson Cooper off your fucking television screen and read. Just do a little bit of fucking reading, exercise that brain muscle, and look beyond what the TV tells you. Don't trust the box that talks because it's talking propaganda into some P-ass brains. And it, I mean, you guys saw it fucking convinced half the world that we were all going to die, that we were killing grandma. You got to go get this experimental vaccine. You're going to lose your job. All that shit. You guys know. But yeah, now we're uh, ready for fucking Kabobo 4.0 or whatever a fucking variant this is. But it's, it's just kind of interesting that now, yeah, the CDC says if you've been vaccinated, this shit may fuck you up. Hmm. And a little side note. On this page, on the CDC's website, they call it a super variant, 
But, <laughs> I mean, the news, they're fucking, that super variant is back, run, grab your children. But this article literally says that this variant is no more dangerous than any previous strain. So, I don't know, would that make it uh, a little less than the common cold? What the fuck is it going to make it? But I promise you, the nightly news, the propaganda motherfuckers are going to be drilling it into people's head that everyone's going to die again. And these motherfuckers are going to panic and just follow directions. I think a lot less people will be willing to basically bend over and take it up the ass with no lube with these mandates and masks and all that bullshit. But unfortunately, the majority of people are going to eat this shit hook, line and sinker. And at this point, I don't know if there's anybody left out there whose mind can be changed, who wants their mind changed. I just, I don't know how we reached that point where we've got all the people on our side we're going to get. I don't fucking know. I really don't know. Hopefully a lot of people wake the fuck up, but I wouldn't hold my breath on that. Should we start making bets, you guys, on when the new fucking Kabobo jab is going to drop? That's totally in a 100%, guys. It's going to 100% save your life and make it so it's not transmissible until it's proven that none of that shit is fucking true. But what's kind of interesting, on that same CDC article where they're saying that if you've had the Kabobo jab, you may be at higher risk, of course they say, get your COVID-19 vaccines, stay at home if you're sick, Get tested for COVID. Seek treatment if you have COVID. Choose to wear a mask and wear a high quality one that fits well over your nose and mouth. Improve ventilation and wash your hands. Okay, even the fucking super high tech N99 or whatever the fuck number those masks are. Most of these dumb shits out there don't even know how to put them on correctly. And they touch these masks with their dirty ass hands, which then spreads virus, bacteria, poop, whatever's on these people's hands, spreads it to the mask. People don't know how to fucking use these masks, right? Even in a clinical setting, those type of masks are not going to stop viral transmission. Do I have to remind everyone of the way the doctors and nurses and medical staff were dressed for the Ebola virus? Like straight up moon suits. And some of them still became infected. So this N99 bullshit or N97, I don't fucking know. It's not going to fucking stop transmission. And people are just fucking using as either like a security blanket or fucking virtue signaling. But it's just it's fucking laughable at this point. It's like laughable in a fucking heartbreaking way. So yeah, guys, new COVID variant dropped. So let's just fucking wait for the mandates and... Make everybody stay at home, all that stupid shit. Let's fuck up the economy even more. And perfect timing because there's some elections coming up. Shocker. I will leave a link to the CDC article and just read it for yourself. I think they purposely worded this article in an imprecise way to fearmonger because people are going to see this shit and not sit there and critically think about the words they are reading and what they actually mean. They're just going to jump to the easiest conclusion that, you know, the CDC is saying this is much worse. This shit's hella dangerous. But that's not at all what they're saying. So go check it out. It'll be in the show notes. And yeah, you'll learn about the new fucking COVID variant that just dropped. 
While we are on the subject of the Kabobo virus, I found this article on the expose, which I will leave a link to in the show notes. But check this shit out. This shouldn't be surprising. I know we fucking have talked about it a million times, but now we have the leaked documents. So according to the expose, leaked documents show American doctors were financially rewarded for pushing the Kabobo jab. I'm sure you remember that millions of Americans were fucking advised by these piece of shit greedy motherfuckers to get vaccinated, to get boosters, to get vaccinated while pregnant, to vaccinate children. I'm sure you guys remember all of this, but they were literally bribed. They were paid per injection, you guys. And before we talked about this, it was, uh, I don't believe we ever had these leaked documents back when all this bullshit started. But there were little telltale signs that doctors were being paid off. Well, now we have the fucking black and white evidence. Check this out. Anthem Blue Cross actually made a COVID-19 vaccine provider incentive program where the more people they got vaccinated, the bigger payoff they would get. If their office got 30% of the Anthem members vaccinated, they would get a $20 bonus per vaccinated member. And the number goes up. Say they got 75% of the Anthem members in their office vaccinated. They would actually get a $125 bonus per vaccinated member. These kickbacks also went uh, these kickbacks also went to pharmacies, like the pharmacists that were giving the jab. According to the Anthem document, it states, quote, the final incentive payment is calculated based on members who are newly vaccinated between September 1st, 2021 and December 31st, 2021. If your practice meets the below thresholds for vaccination with at least one dose by December 2021, you will receive the final incentive payment based on the following rates. So the rates actually go up in this one. If they got 75% of their Anthem members in their practice vaccinated, they would literally get $250 per head. How is this allowed? How are, how the fuck are doctors, these quote unquote medical professionals, how are they allowed to receive kickbacks like this? Is it because they found like a technicality? I mean, technically it's not coming from the pharmaceutical companies. It's coming from an insurance company, but these companies all have the same masters and it's the same psychopaths getting rich off our human suffering. So yeah, just keep that little fucking tidbit in the back of your mind next time you go to the doctor and they're like, hey, let me shoot you up with some poison. I mean, I'm not saying you should punch them in the throat, but you know. <laughs> All right, you guys, that is about it for this episode. Before I get out of here, I have to say what's up to the top three downloading states, which are California, Indiana, and Florida. What's up, Florida? Nice to see you guys back in the top three. Thank you for listening. If you want any of the documents I talk about, hit me up at vanishedinthevalley at gmail.com or go to my Reddit sub, which is r slash vanishedinthevalley. As far as our international peeps, we have the usual suspects, the UK, Canada, Australia, and the Netherlands. That's what's up, you guys. Drop me a line. Send me down a fucking rabbit hole. I love that shit. You can try to go check out my Instagram page, but that shit is blocked as fuck. 
But the easiest one to find is Vanished Athena. And once you get to that one, go to the top. And I actually have a link to the Instagram page I'm using more right now. So yeah, go check that out. Come say what's up. Look at the shit I'm posting. There are a lot of videos from Hawaii and from the people that live there up on my page. As far as viewing them, I don't know how long they'll be there. So go check it the fuck out. But until next time, you guys, be aware and don't forget your pepper spray. Cha-cha.